Evolutionary.org presents Evolutionary Hardcore Podcast with your co-hosts, Steve from the American Underground and Mobster from the UK Iron Den. Get ready for the most hardcore and underground info in the industry. And here we go. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6... Evolutionary.org Hardcore 2.0, episode 19. Today, we're going to be talking about summer oral cycles with Parapharma. So this is a really fun one. I love oral cycles. I really do. A lot of people don't love orals out there, but look, you're missing out if you're not using oral steroids. We got guys on the forum who don't like them. We got guys on the forum who love them. I think it was uh, JP on the forum. He actually posted yesterday, Mops. I don't know if you saw the post, but he's like, look, he's like, I can't believe some of you on here don't use oral steroids. You're missing out because yep. oral steroids, they kick in quick. They can they can really you can get a great physique in three, four weeks uh, for oral steroids. So, you know, Mops and I love oral steroids, but look, some guys just like injectables. But, you know, if you've never tried oral steroids or you've kind of been in in the in the ballpark of, of well, I don't want to use oral steroids. I'll just stick to injectables. You know, this is a great podcast for you. If you love oral steroids, you use oral steroids, this is a great podcast for you. And if you're new to oral steroids, you've never used any type of steroids, I think it's a great podcast for you. So I think it's a great first couple of cycles. I think it's great to use orals first couple of cycles just to get your feet wet. They're in your body and out of your body quick. So this is the podcast for you on, on this one. So we're going to talk about summer oral cycles. We're going to go through the list of different orals that parapharma has and, and kind of we're going to play around with how to cycle them because not everybody for the summer wants to necessarily cut down so we're going to get into that in the next segment for first parapharma uh mobster get into why you love parapharma because this is a really really great brand i, I i'm very impressed with their products so far so as you know, Steve, I, I didn't know much about Parapharma just, just a few months ago. Uh, but the guys that have had uh, contact with Parapharma, have used Parapharma and have experience with Parapharma, they, they knew who these guys were. And they straight away said, listen, Parapharma have been around 12 years and changed. It's getting up towards 13 years now. Uh, and, and I said on a previous podcast, Steve, to last a decade in this industry is incredibly hard. I know, and I mentioned this on another podcast, uh, of underground labs that have lasted six months, nine months, a year. So once you you, you to have longevity, length of time under your belt in this industry is a plus. It means you're selling solid ass products that people rate, regard, use, and go back and use again. They have certificates of analysis and lab tests. I love that stuff. In fact, we we're referencing the Parapharma website itself, not one of the resellers. If you want the most up to date lab test to see what's in their products i like the simple fact that i mentioned this when we were talking about another approved source steve i i like the fact that that if to me if i saw on point every single time from a ugl i wouldn't trust those results i wouldn't trust those tests i actually like to see a little bit a tiny bit either way right one milligram two milligrams over one milligram two milligrams under because to me it's honest it makes me feel like they've chosen a batch at random sent this off to an independent lab, had it tested, and that lab's got no axe to grind, and it's come back and it's 100, 
when it should 101 when it should be 100 or it's 98 when it should be 100 that makes me feel good because I'm like I'm looking at something real you know it's a pain in the ass to have to fake it it's a pain in the ass to have to move those numbers around and then I've literally as you know Steve I've literally just got a, a batch of Parapharma products which I'm going to run later this year I wouldn't do that my reputation is like you know brutal honesty sometimes to the point of just being an arsehole it has to be said when we're talking about on the forums I, I don't sugarcoat stuff so for me my reputation means everything and the idea that I would be using something that I didn't trust it just doesn't roll I've got 40 plus years in this game and 10 50 20 years on forums Steve. so for me it means I have to trust a source I like the simple fact that we do test sales I can ask the guys if you use this company did you get good results? That's exactly how it should be for an approved source. And that's the reason why we trust, we use, and we have faith in Parapharma. Back to you. Yeah, and we've talked about this a lot, but um, you know, it needs to be said, uh, most of the gear floating out there uh, you, that you're going to be exposed to over time, if you're not vetting your sources and you're just going and Googling for sources or trusting some some um, random forums or or going to the gym and buying it off some steroid dealer, you're really not doing yourself any favor when it comes to what you're picking in terms of steroids. So you want to make sure that you're using a quality brand. It's going to make all the difference in your results. Nobody wants to run a cycle and then halfway through find out, well, you know, my my gear was fake. But that, that happens all the time. So we have to make sure that we're using a quality, quality brand. And Paraforma definitely does it. And they have everything to back up their stuff on their website, recent certificates analysis and all that good stuff, as Mobster had talked about. So let's kind of talk about summer cut. Mobster, why don't you uh, start us off on this subject, talking about um, a summer cut, but also, you know, Guys who not necessarily want to cut. Some some guys just want to recomp. Some guys want to get bigger and stay lean at the same time for summer. Yeah, so I'll, I'll address it generally and then specifically. So generally speaking, the summer is the best time to get in shape. And the reason why we do that is quite simply, A, your metabolism actually ticks over a little bit higher than it does in the wintertime. It's perfectly normal to hold a little bit of fat, even if you're a lean muscular bodybuilder in the winter that's that's insulation against the cold guys uh, assuming you live where it's cold and the, and the temperature varies not so much where steve lives but definitely here where i am uh, and in the summertime it's typically normal to lose a little bit of fodder but just to get naturally a little bit leaner even if you're an overweight uh, 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 you know obese person you will still hold less fat in the summer and more in the winter time so i like to work with nature that's number one number two is the reason why we do summer cuts and that's quite simply and I'm, I'm addressing the men here to look good in front of our partners our potential partners whether you're gay straight whatever guys quite simply you want a six-pack first off it makes you feel good because you can see your abs you can see that muscle you spent all year building secondly and this i'm especially talking to the younger guys here that are still out there looking to partner up or whatever else you want to attract members typically of the opposite sex, but not always. Whatever your thing is, looking good, makes you feel confident, makes you look good, and the opposite sex, their potential partner, they're probably going to be attracted to you. There might be the old one or two that won't, but the great and vast majority there is. And like Steve says, and this is the more specific thing, if I'm training for a competition that's in the summertime, a specifically a strength competition, ideally, I don't need to be ripped. 
I don't need to be especially muscular with all my, my muscles popping, my serratus on display, the inner fibers of my chest popping, all the rest of that stuff. In fact, arguably for the strength stuff that I do, a little bit of body fat is useful. So why we talk about a summer cup, we're probably talking to 80, 90% of our listeners, Steve, but there are others out there, which is why we will talk about all the orals today. And we will say specifically, in our opinion, which orals are good for cutting and which are good for recomposition or bulking. And that's just on the orals. That's not on the injectables, guys. So, yeah, not everybody wants the same thing all the time. It would be a very boring world if they did, Steve. So like you said, we, we can we can talk about what we feel is optimal. And something I said on a previous podcast as well, the reality of the situation is, and Debo would be a great example, we talk about The, the reality of the situation is, as I just said, every single person's got their own particular thing. And one of the things that I've talked about is that even on Debo, you could do a cut. Of course you can. It's just that it's that much harder. So when we have the information and the experience that we do, we can say, listen, you could do it, but it's a lot easier if you do this, this or this. And that's the way we're going to address this today, guys. We're going to go through the products and we're going to say this is a Volca, this is a cutter. And we'll talk about more of the cutting, of course, because that's the subject of today's podcast. Yeah, back to you, Steve. All right. So bottom line is, before we start talking about the products, is, look, we want to look good, all right? And I believe year-round, doesn't matter what time of the year it is, you want to look good. Especially, though, if you're going to be on the beach and taking off your shirt, it's embarrassing. Like, the physiques that we see today. Um, not just in America, but especially in America, but all over the world. I mean, I see tourists um, when I'm going and vacationing at resorts and stuff. I see tourists from from Europe, mobster. So you guys aren't off the hook either. And um, you guys are, in, are, are, are even not in good shape anymore. So, I mean, that's because you have a lot of money. And a lot of us have money. Europe and America, we have money. North America, we have money to go and eat what we want when we want. And that creates a physique that's not natural, that really, if you go back in time, even 100 years, I mean, people never had those kinds of physiques, um, you know, and we didn't have access to food 24-7 like we do today. Literally, you can pick up your phone, punch in a couple things, and they deliver food to your door. And they have that today. I've never once used that myself. So if you're using that, then shame on you. If you can't even, if you're even too lazy just to get in your car and walk and park and walk into the supermarket and walk around the supermarket and get food and bring it home, then then shame on you for that. So you have to fix your lifestyle. You cannot, you have to stop being lazy when it comes to this stuff. Um, you know, having other people cook your food, having other people prep your food, that's going to be really, really important. So that can be the first step to kind of making, giving you a more natural looking body. And that's what attracts people on the beach. As mobster said, you know, whether you're gay, straight, bi, sisexual, whatever, it, it, it's one of those things. Nobody wants someone who looks like they're out of shape. And really, for me, the number one reason I don't want someone who's out of shape, it's not for vanity reasons. It's because I care about that person. And I want them to live a long, healthy life. I don't want them to run into health problems later on. So yeah. obviously, that's the, that's my main concern. And that's a, a turnoff to me because I don't want to 
in, you know, in 10, 15 years from now, marries someone who runs into a bunch of health problems and they're always, you know, sick. And uh, that's pathetic. You know, that's weakness. So we want to be strong. We want to have strong bodies. And that's what it's all about. So if the summer time, even where I live, mobster, summer is the beach time because during the winter, it's very windy. We get a lot of fronts coming through. So really all over the United States, it's like that. You have cold fronts. You've got, you know, very windy conditions. The water is very rough. The water is very murky. So it's summertime. The water is flat. The water is crystal clear. So even where I live, mobster, in a warm climate in America, we still use, use uh, the, the, the beach is still going to be the summertime. So you want to look good. You want to look like a million bucks every time you go you go work out. So every, in, when you're in when you got take your shirt off, you want you want everybody to stare at you and be like, "Damn, you know, man, that guy's got a nice body." You know, you got a, a girl whispering to her boyfriend, "Man, you see what that guy looks like," and she's thinking to herself, "Man, I wish you know this guy that I spend the night with every night looked like that." That's that's what I really want. So that's what you got to give you know to your partner. And make your partner happy and look good. So we're going to get into some of these steroids, monster. It's going to help you look good. All right? So why don't we start off with the first one on this list here from Parapharma. And they have something called Anadrol 50 Oxymethylone. And it comes in 100 tablets, 50 milligram per tab. Now, you're going to say, well, Steve, you're recommending Anadrol? Actually, yeah. Anadrol is a great steroid um, for hardening. Um, you can basically, I would describe Anadrol Mobster as one that you would get big and harden up at the same time. It's really an amazing steroid. It is a DHT derivative, but also binds to estrogen receptors in the body. So it's a very, very fascinating compound and one that's really misunderstood out there, but I love it. I mean, you can run the Anadrol four weeks out and really, really transform your physique on this steroid. It's really amazing. The second one, Accutane, and it comes in 100 tabs, 20 milligrams a tab. Now, Accutane is not an anabolic steroid, but here's what I love about, this is, this is why Parapharma is a one-stop shop. This one is what you want to use for acne. You know, if you've got really bad acne, how are you going to go to the beach? How? When you got acne all over your body and on your face and it's really tough acne is one of the nastiest things ever i know people that went through absolute hell throughout their young young life because they had acne issues and it's really not something you want to have i would say it's almost as bad or as bad as having gynecomastia and because acne is worse to me because gynecomastia you can cover up by putting on a shirt but but acne you cannot so Accutane is very good. And a lot of you who suffer from acne because of your skin, your genetics that expose you to acne more than others, when you use anabolic steroids, your hormones go crazy. So acne, Accutane might be something you might want to consider if other natural remedies don't quite work out for you. Mobster? Yeah, I mean, here's the thing, guys. Gals and all our listeners. Here's the thing. You want to look good. Right? We're talking about summer cut specifically. So... Part of that, and it's not sort of thing that normally happens in this podcast, Steve. Skin care, hair care, hell, even cleaning and getting your nails clipped. You want to, I mean, here's the thing, and I touched on it right at the beginning. I said, it's a confidence thing. If you look good, you feel good. 
And I don't mean to the extreme that we see some things going here, but quite simply, Steve, I've never had real acne, not even as a teenager, not even now, not when I've used orals, not when I use injectables. I'm incredibly lucky, but equally, I've seen some god-awful uh, skin conditions from people that have got, it's got absolutely crazy and it's horrendous. And, you, and you're so distracted from looking at the muscle shape because you're focusing on, on the terrible skin, right? So that person can be very, very muscular. I put an enormous amount of work in the gym. And then, like Steve said, hits the beach, can't take their shirt off, can't take their shorts off. They've got acne on their butt. They've got acne on their arms. They've got acne, especially worse, it seems, on their back, sometimes on their chest and on their face, to the point of discomfort, Steve. And yet they could have an amazing body. So a product that Parapharma has for you in the form of Accutane, to me, is one of those things that's going to add polish. Now, not everybody has that bad a form. But again, you're using hormones, you're using chemicals, you're messing around with your body a little bit to create that fantastic looking physique to get you hot and in shape for the for the beach. I would want you, if you have any problems, to have this on hand, ready. And like I said, especially in those last few weeks, guys and girls, where you're just getting that, you want the polish, like I said, you go and get your hair cut, you get your nails trimmed, you're going to have you picked up your bikini or your or your beach shorts or whatever else. Like, hang on, I want to make sure my skin's on point. And that might mean going off to get some exfoliation, whatever, so that when you arrive, you are half tanned, your teeth are bright, your hair's sweet, your eyes are fucking glistening, and you walk down there and you know that your abs are popping, you know that your butt's in shape. It's all fucking good. And trust me, we've Steve's actually done this kind of podcast confidence is amazingly attractive and you can feel good and look good and your skin's great you're going to be even more confident you will be just if you only had the muscles just if you only had a little bit of a flex going on so yeah this to me is a shine steve a polish it's adding that last layer of i'm ready let's rock and roll back to you all right i'll do a couple here and then monster um you know definitely um hit us with a couple but the next two are anavar 10 Oxandrolone, 100 tabs, 10 milligram a tab. And then you've got Anavar 50, which is Oxandrolone, 100 tab, 50 milligram a tab. So uh, this is really good because you have a good option. You can just take the Anavar 50 once a day and you'd be, you'd be good to go. Or you can take get the Anavar 10, which is 10 milligrams, and you could kind of split up the dosages morning and PM. You can do maybe 20, 30 in the morning or 20, 30 in the evening. So Either one, you know, be really good. And you can get some of this too for your spouse, uh, female, um, girlfriend, wife, whatever. And she can actually run the, the Anavar 10 and that would be, give her. So the Anavar 50, you can always split it up. If you want to do 25 and 25 throughout the day, it's really good. But Anavar is one of the best when it comes to uh, cutting fat. It's hard, a good hardener. It's a good va for vascularity. So if you just wanted to run something for like six weeks, you could just run some Anavar as a man, 50, around 50 milligrams a day. Female, run five to 10 milligrams a day. So this is a really, really good one. And Anavar is really hard to find. It's it's faked a lot. So, but luckily on this one, they've got the testing done on this product. So you know that it's been tested and you know it's legit. So you can basically be confident where you're not going to get fake Anavar. So Anavar, very, very highly faked. If you've ever used it before and you're like, oh, I don't like this, whatever, you probably use fake Anavar. So try this Parapharma. Give this one a shot. 
I think you'll be blown away by it. Mobster, give us a couple, next couple. Right, guys and gals. So, aromacin, 25 milligrams. Why would we use this as part of a stack? Uh, it's not an anabolic. It is a inhibitor of the, the bloating and estrogen. And basically, in short terms, an AI, an aromatized inhibitor. So, again, they have this. They have a great source, a great product, and you can go off and look at the results, like we said, in terms of the lab tests and whatever else. I I mean, I said, was to argue this again on the forum. There's a bunch of people that wait until they see signs of issues with estrogen, like gyno. I've never done that. I've always run some sort of aromatized inhibitor, regardless of whatever it is, from day one. That's my personal preference. Well, I, I, I'm like, why wait until you've got a problem? Why not stop the problem? There's an argument about manipulating the dosages, and I can let Steve jump in on that if he wants. But the bottom line for me is using something from day one. I don't want to think about estrogen. I don't want to have issues with estrogen. You should, as I'm sure Steve will back me up on this, and have some estrogen in the background in your bloods because you don't want to be – this is what some guys make the mistake on this, and there's a lot of bro science in terms of killing the estrogen – lowering it to some ridiculous level. No, it's actually going to help you gain muscle to have a little bit of estrogen going on. But you don't want so much that you have bloating. You don't want water retention. And especially don't want either of those two things when you're doing a summer cut. Talk about the science of aromacin. Why are we using aromacin inhibitor? And then uh, obviously we're particularly talking about aromacin here, Steve. So why do we use an aromatized yeah, inhibitor? Yeah, aromacin is the best aromatase inhibitor. Disables the estrogen enzyme permanently. It's a suicide AI. So... Depending on what you're using, you don't have to use aromacin if you're not using anything that aromatizes into estrogen. So we're going to get into dianabol in a second. Dianabol will be, will be one you may want to use an AI with. But some of these other steroids, on these other orals, you don't need an AI with them. So this would be good with testosterone. If you're using a lot of testosterone, you definitely want to use an aromacin. You want to balance your estrogen. So next one, we're going to talk about Cialis-20. The Dalafil and Cialis, it's not an, an anabolic steroid at all. It is going to be something that you might have on hand in case you need uh, something to get erections. But a lot of guys use Cialis too to help them with pumps and vascularity in the gym. Professional bodybuilders will take this stuff every couple of days to get that vascularity and get those pumps really going. So that's basically two options, not just for the bedroom, but it can be also for the gym. Next one is clenbuterol, 40, and it comes in 100 tabs, 40 microgram per tab. So clenbuterol, uh, it's interesting that the way they dose it, 40 micrograms. So with this one, usually guys will start off at 40 micrograms and then they'll work their way up. So they'll go at 40, 60, 80. So you can split the tab up if you wanted to go that route. But clenbuterol is not an anabolic steroid either. It's a drug. And it's actually going to work for some of you when it comes to fat loss. So some of you will react really well to cleanse. Some of you absolutely hate it. I'm not a big fan of it myself, but that doesn't mean you won't like it. But historically, a lot of bodybuilders, a lot of celebrities have used clean to help them cut down. Mobster? Yeah. Yeah, here's the thing, and I've mentioned this previously, Steve. So I've seen this in person. All right, so two things. Firstly, I've seen young ladies, a little bit out of shape, realizing they've got a holiday coming up. And it surprised the guys as well, but I'm just talking about what I've seen myself. And they've come to the gym and they've asked about clean. 
And the problem is that they don't really know how they're going to feel on it. So it's definitely a lack of experience. They can go home, take the clean, and then be getting the sensation, a mild sensation, it has to be said, of the same as though they were being anxious or having some sort of very mild anxiety attack. And again, like Steve said, it completely depends on the individual. The problem is what you're not doing in those situations is, you, A, you haven't realised it's going to make you feel like that when you kind of should have done. This is why we talk about research. And, of course, we're telling you this on this podcast. So you'll know because you're listening to what we're saying. Secondly, they're not doing the diet things, Steve. The worst thing that we do sometimes is eat unconsciously, and especially when you're watching a movie on Netflix or whatever, and your hand is in the bag of chips, and you put, oh, I don't know why I put on weight, because you've just eaten 500 calories without even realising. So you've still got to do the work. And finally, as Steve said, for a, a small percentage, they feel like shit, never mind the anxiety. However, like Steve said, this is a choice. You know, because you're listening to this podcast, that you might have those sensations. And it's not because you're anxious. It's not because you're freaking out. There's nothing going on. It's literally this stuff is working. I know it's working because I feel like this. I know it's working. Therefore, I'm going to drop weight. And I know that I'm putting the work in the gym. I know that I'm killing the diet. Therefore, my results should be outstanding. And like I said, with, with the other product, a couple of the other products there, Steve, I think it's one of those things where I would add it if I needed that last few percentage, whether I was doing a modeling gig, some sort of photo shoot, or as Steve said, if you're a competing bodybuilder looking for an edge, I don't want you guys to abuse it. And you can even start lower, Steve. You can go 20 micrograms, then 40 micrograms. But 40 micrograms is definitely the typical dose, as Steve said, running up to the, the level of 100 micrograms, but make sure, especially if you lack the experience, that you're going at the lower dosage first, just to see how you manage the effects. This is why we like these things real, real simple on any stack for beginners, and it applies to a summer cut when it comes to clean. Keep it simple, keep it sweet, keep it low, see how you feel. And then as Steve said, while I'm a great one for having a plan when it comes to a cycle, I also, like Steve says, there's nothing to stop me manipulating the numbers a little bit. So that flexibility that we talked about on other shows, Steve, back to you. All right, buddy, let's, uh, let's hit these. Uh, the next one we're going to talk about is Clomid 50 and Clomid Clomiphene is a selective estrogen receptor modulator. It comes in 50 tabs, 50 milligram a tab. So Clomid is a great option during PCT because what it does is it blocks the feedback of estrogen from going back into the pituitary glands. So that actually causes your pituitary glands to wake up, but doesn't suppress your pituitary glands, if that makes sense. So it's really good in PCT to help you get a soft landing. There's plenty of this in each packet. I'm not a person who tells people during PCT to run a ton of Clomid. I'm, I'm a believer is less and less is better. 10 milligrams a day, 12.5 milligrams a day, 15 milligrams a day, plenty during PCT on Clomid. No need to run one tab a day like some people recommend. Absolutely not. So you can buy one packet of this stuff and it'll last you three three PCTs, no problem. So no reason to overload on it. Mobster, why don't you talk about Dianabol? I know you love that one. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a huge fan of uh, Dianabol, Steve. Uh, and again, now, this is one of those drugs. Is it a perfect, optimal drug? anabolic steroid for a cut no but like i said earlier on you can cut on dynabol the same as you can cut on anadrol you just have to have everything else in place and on point 
the argument here, Steve, and this is the reason why people might have done a cut on this in the past, is because that was what was available. That's what they had on hand. You don't have that excuse anymore, guys. I don't want to hear comments like, oh, this is what my source said. We give you approved sources, and our approved sources have pretty much everything. And Parapharma is just like that. So if they've got it, you've got no excuse to go and use it. That said, love it for strength. Love it for bulking, Steve. I always hold a little bit of water on this, but I know I'm going to. It suits me. That's around my joints for strength. And like I said, not everybody wants to cut in the summertime. Super cheap. A huge first-time steroid for an unbelievable millions of users over the world. This would have been their first choice for their first thing. And what about dosing? Ugh. I've never really run it much higher than 50, Stephen. In fact, most recently for cycles, uh, when I've used it in the last 18 months or so, I've actually never gone over 30 milligrams a day. So 210 milligrams a week. Uh, on the thing, I will say this for what Steve just talked about as well with regards to COVID, get yourself a pill cutter so that you can split these things up. In the case of other drugs that we, we've already talked about, like Anavar, they have a 10, a 25, 50 milligrams. There's different options. But like Steve says, you don't have to have that particular dosage if it doesn't suit you. And a pill cutter enables you to break these pills down into halves and quarters and so on and so forth so you can get exactly the amount. It doesn't have to be dead on. It's very difficult to be dead on with a pill cutter, guys. But it can be close enough that the average per day is the kind of dosage that we're talking about. Yeah, but Dynabol, uh, there used to be a T-shirt. I think you can still buy this, Steve. Breakfast of Champions, super popular in the 70s when Arnold and all the rest of the gang were doing the Golden Age stuff. Uh, works, does what it says on the tin. Absolutely no issues there. But then, like I said, some of you like to take the step forward and go in other directions. We're going to talk about those other oral drugs. And obviously, at some point, we'll talk about summer cutting with injectables too. But for me, yeah, this is a favourite, Steve. I think something that Steve said, and I'll finish off on that, Steve, is the the it's a feel-good drug. A lot of users talk about having a sense of well-being. Now, whether that's because it's if the bloke's giving you a great pump, uh, pulling glycogen and water in, whether like with myself and strength, the, the water around the joints, the bloat around the joints, and of course the increased muscle and glycogen in the muscle makes my muscles bigger, which means I have better leverage and just pushing up the numbers. Obviously, I'm sensible and I have targets. I don't go crazy. Yeah, so absolute. One of my, I, I would say it's one of my top 10 and probably will remain one of my top 10 until something new comes along, Steve. So yeah, what's, what's your odds on Debo? Yeah, and a lot of people will say, why are you mentioning D-ball for a summer cycle? But look, we're not talking about cutting here. And if you want to get big and strong really, really quick and put on a lot of size, you know, put on a mask, D-ball is great. Makes you feel good, boosts an appetite. Just run it. Just run 20, 30 milligrams for four weeks. I mean, it's the most, most dummy-proof oral steroid out there. Like Let anybody for can one run. Second, Steve. Sorry, just for one second. When Steve said about getting big quick, I've talked about this. I'll say this very quickly. I've had fake Debo. It did nothing. Finished off of the fake Debo while waiting to see what the hell was going on. Had some legit Debo and started that on a Friday, Steve. And from Friday through to Monday, gained four pounds. So for me, this is a, I will get big real quick on Dynabo. It suits me down to the ground. And I'm, if, I would say that I'm, I, I'm a low-dose kind of guy, sensible cycle kind of guy. And for me to blow up that quickly, and I'm talking about four pounds in four, that pound a day, Steve. And, and honestly, and that was just over that particular weekend. By the end of the cycle, I think I was up 10 or 12 pounds. It then comes down to how much you want to keep. But then, like we said, that's a bulker versus a cutter. 
all of these anabolics can use in that particular way. But uh, Debolt is better, more optimal for a bulking cycle over a cutting cycle. Let's talk about our next one here, Steve. Proviron. Right, so here's the thing. I'll talk about the specifics, and then I'll let Steve talk about how the way we can use this as well. So uh, actually, medically speaking, more for low testosterone levels. But we see, uh, and this is the thing, we've actually talked about this multiple times. The great question that comes up in the past was, what was the steroids of yesteryear? What were the guys using in the 70s? Again, around the time of Arnold Schwarzenegger. And Proviron was one of those drugs. Uh, I know of guys on the forum that talk about using it in certain specific ways, but I let Steve talk about that. Parapharma does a great version, which the other name is Mesterolone, and 25 milligrams a tablet with a pack of 50 tablets there. Steve, now, I know that I, I, I've never used Proviron either for the original intention or for the anabolic version, but I know that some of the listeners and certainly some of the guys on the forum do. Talk about that before we jump onto the next. Yeah, so Proviron really by itself isn't going to do anything. So you really want to stack it. So if you're going to use it in an oral cycle, I would stack it with d maybe Anadrol. Uh, you could stack it with Anavar. So there's different ones that you could stack it with. And the nice thing about Proviron, it's not liver toxic. So you could basically stack it and mix and match it. But it's a really, really good hardener. It's really, really good. And a lot of people say that also it helps with their libido and, and hardness and vascularity and stuff. So it's really good, too, at binding to SHBG, which is sex hormone binding globulin. So it's going to make your entire cycle run better. So if you're running an oral cycle, you know, running it by itself, eh, you're going to get some hardening, but you're really not going to get much. So it's really one that you want to use with something else. So next one, we're going to talk about Superdrol 10, methasterone, 100 tabs, 10 milligram tab. This one, oh my gosh. This is one, if you want to get super strong, super hard, and put on like solid mass, but it's not like bloat. This, this is the one to use, but it's really toxic. So we went from talking about Proviron, which is on one end of the spectrum, and then Superdrol, which is probably the most toxic oral that we're, we're talking that that parapharma has. So this one, it's at 10 milligram per tab. You may want to just start at 20 milligrams and then experiment with 30 milligrams. But literally from going from 20 to 30, the side effects are crazy. You know, I've run it up to 40 milligrams and I felt like death on it. So this one, you may want to only run three weeks. You may be able to go four weeks. I think every time I run super draw, I've only been able to make it like a little over three weeks. And I had to come off of it because it's so damn toxic. And your body makes you feel like shit. So this one, be very careful if you use it. Don't stack it with anything else and be, you know, just be aware of the side effects that comes with it. You don't want to use it if you have any existing health problems at all. So let's talk let really me, quick. Yeah, sorry, let me, jump, let me jump on this one as well. I, I want to make sure that the, the listeners are well aware of this. So historically, although not actually scientifically correct, Superdrol was considered by many. It came around at the same time when the whole pro-hormone thing was a big fucking deal. And I mean a really, really big deal. One of the products that you could arguably buy over the counter and being sold in health food shops, being sold in gyms. And in reality, some pro-hormones were steroids. And Superdrol is a steroid. So the issue that I think this is more of those red flag things. If you dose it and use it as we suggested, 
and you're well aware of the side effects because we're telling you of the side effects, you don't have an excuse. The problem is that sometimes, Steve, you're going to get advice from someone who doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. And with Superdrol, that still seems to happen. It, it, it was an over-the-counter drug. It was a pro-hormone. Well, it wasn't a pro-hormone. It was a steroid. And yes, it was over-the-counter. And then it got banned. And even now, there are so many better options. But the fact that it was once legal makes people think it was safer than those other options. And the reality is not. So they, what happens sometimes is they come into it with their blinkers on, Steve, with the shutters down, and they think, oh, this is okay, and this is the reason why it should be better. No, you, you, you need to treat it like a steroid. You need to be well aware of the side effects. If you are, and you can mitigate the side effects with the kind of advice that we give you, you should manage this just as well as you would Anadrol, Dynabol, and so on and so forth. Uh, in terms of hardening or cutting, got its fans on both sides, Steve. For, 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 for strength, because it is a steroid and it will increase your strength as much as it would be for cutting. I'd actually put, put this more towards the hardening slash cutting. But again, only if you're managing the side effects well and you're well aware of them and we're making you well aware of them. Back to you, Steve. All right. Next one is going to be T3. And T3, along with Clen, would be two that you could use if you want to cut down. And T3 stimulates your your thyroid speeds it up so you'd be burning more your metabolism would go up you'd be burning more calories throughout the day so a lot of guys like to stack the t3 with the clen i'm not a big fan of messing with my thyroid i have used t3 before did not see much results but a lot of you out there are going to run t3 and you'll run clen with it and then you'll run an oral with it maybe anavar you run the three of those and you'll straight up like crazy and it might have something to do with maybe your thyroid just isn't where it needs to be in the first place. So for those of you who like that, you'll get amazing results. So this comes in 25 mil microgram per tab, um, probably two, two pills a day. So 50 microgram would be the dosage you want to you wanna aim for. You don't want to run just 25 microgram. That would be a, a waste. So you want to run at least two, maybe three tabs a day. Mobster? Yeah, agree again, Steve. I think I'll, I'll make this comment, which funny enough is on the Parapharma website, and it specifically says, uh, used by bodybuilders and recreational lifters who want to reach a level of body fat that will be difficult to achieve without drug assistance. I'm going to agree with that, but I'm also going to agree with Steve. I will put this up there with Clint in terms of people's expectations. I, I'm going to get lean, and I don't have to diet. I don't have to do cardio. I don't have to hit the gym which is, let's be honest, Steve, bollocks. It really is. To use a common English phrase, bollocks. You might drop some fat and get in a little bit of shape using thyroid or, or type drugs like C3 or Clint, but your results will be a lot better if you put in the work. And again, it's one of those ones that can make some users feel uncomfortable. So you need to be aware of that. I would do what Steve said. I would start at a small dose and increase it. Once I found that I can manage the side effects, manage how I felt on it. And again, I think there's something for another podcast, like Steve's mentioned in the past, a lot of people, just because of bad habits and food and diet and lifestyles or whatever else, have messed up thyroids anyway. So like Steve says, I will agree, in principle especially, I don't like any drug that messes with my thyroid. I want to keep it where it is. If it's working for me now, and I think it's the same it would apply to Steve, because, I don't think, because of our lifestyles, we're reasonably healthy, we haven't had to mess with our thyroid. If we were massively out of shape, 
I would want to do something like this with a doctor. I'm talking about medically obese here, guys, versus someone who wants to do a summer cut. However, as per the, the, the website itself, this to me is up there with the Accutane, Steve, and giving you that little bit more of an edge. If you've got a vet going with a buddy, male or female, and who's going to get the most cut, this might be something you can bring in, sensible dosage, managing the side effects, and just get that edge over your rival, that little bit leaner, that little bit more of a pop. For me, Steve, if I was going to use something like this, I think it's where you're going to see my rib muscles, my intercostals, my serratus, that kind of, not just abs, but all the little muscles, all the little signs to bring out again. And again, for me, I think if I was going to use this, I would definitely have either a proper bet going or looking for some sort of competitive edge, photographic, photo shoot, something like that to bring that stuff to the table. Because I want you guys to chill out and relax when you're on holiday on the beach as well. Back to you, Steve. Next one we're going to talk about is going to be tamoxifen 20, 20, uh, let's see, 50 times at 20 milligram a time. Um, it's one of the top drugs worldwide. And this drug has been credited with in, in health for doing a lot of good things. So why do we use it in bodybuilding? Same reason we use Clomid. Great for uh, post-cycle therapy. It blocks estrogen feedback into the pituitary glands, helps give you a soft landing after cycle. So this is one you want to get after your oral cycle. Take a little bit of this post-cycle therapy. Five to 10 milligrams is all I recommend per day. A lot of guys will recommend more 20 to 40 milligrams, but that's not me. 10 milligrams max a day of this stuff. You don't need much. Very, very powerful drug and great for post-cycle. Uh, next one, Tyronobol 20. I love this one. 100 tablets, 20 milligrams a tab. It's cheap. You can basically run this if you're an active person like I am. If you want to be active during the summer, if you want to do a lot of yoga, you want to do hot yoga, you want to do a lot of running, you want to do swimming, you want to do bicycling, you want to go uh, hiking. Toronto Ball is a really, really good option because it won't interfere with all that activity that you're doing. It's basically a very, very weak steroid, but yeah. it gives you that little bit of a boost with your endurance, with your red blood cells, with pumps, just a little bit of a difference where it's not going to interfere with your cardio, but it's going to give you a little bit where you can enjoy during the gym. It's going to give you a little bit of hardness all around. So it's not something that you're going to take and transform your body in four weeks, but it's something that you're going to take that's going to aid you in performance. So I, I, I consider T-Bowl the ultimate performance enhancing steroid out there for that reason. Yeah. And you can just run it, you know, uh, 40 milligrams a day, 50 milligrams a day, 60 milligrams a day and get really, really good results. Jump in here, Steve, with a little bit of the history. So a very quick history lesson, guys. Developed by the East Germans. In fact, developed had this Stasi name. And when I say East Germans, I really talked about the Russians, of course. Um, in, around the time of the Olympics in those days, back in the day when it was a big deal, and the reality of the situation was that there were athletes, male and female, that were going away, one games and coming back to the next games, and they put on 30, 40 pounds, men and women. Uh, the women... There was, there was stuff in the newspapers at the time that the women didn't look like women. They actually started to look to see if they were women or not. It got out of hand. It had gone crazy. And, the, and they were no more or less the, the guilty of using anabolics and performance-enhancing drugs than any other country that was competing. It was just that much more obvious. So they developed Tyranobol. 
And the, the argument, like Steve says, is quite simple. I'd actually think this is a great cutting drug as well as performance enhancement, like Steve said. It was deliberately done so that you didn't bulk up. You added maybe five pounds, Steve, instead of 20 or 30 pounds of all the drugs that they were being administered. But your performance on the athletic field, specifically things like discus, javelin, shot put, power events, athletic events, went up. Your, 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 your breathing, your cardiovascular ability increased a little bit. So your power was there and you had that much more energy, but you didn't bulk up like a motherfucker. So with us, when we're talking about physique as well as performance enhancement, it's kind of great. And there's something else as well, which is it, which is, I need to make a point of. I've said this again on other shows. This is one of those drugs, but when you talk about your gym bros, male or female again, you, you won't have a lot of people talking about it. We, we, especially if you're younger, and I've been guilty like this, I'm sure Steve has. We wanted D-Bowl because we got those instant weight gains. We wanted Anavar because we wanted the strength and so on and so forth. Trend, trend is like that. And Tyrannobol didn't seem, and sometimes, again, amongst your gym bros now, won't be that highly regarded. And yet, when I have looked at other steroid gurus, other podcasts, other sources of information, pretty much across the board, I'd say 99 times out of 100, Steve, the, 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 the guru, the expert, the person that's doing the podcast will say this is a vastly underrated drug, purely for the reasons that Steve and I say. It is literally almost, it should be in everybody's top 10. Funny enough, it's in pretty much every guru's top 10. It's just not on everybody else's top 10. So it's definitely one you should check out. And again, especially for a summer cut, Steve, if you're doing a summer cut as opposed to bulking or looking for strength, and even then there's, there's uses there, it's perfect, in my opinion, as something you should consider. And again, at the doses Steve talks about. So there you go. Quick history lesson on uh, Tyrannobol, developed by a country, a state, specifically to increase athletic performance and strength and a little bit, not a lot, a little bit of muscle as well, which is great in my mind for a summer cut, Steve. Back to you. Yeah, why don't you do the next one, buddy? I can't hear you. Sorry, the next one is Viagra. Uh, Viagra is a uh, sexual enhancement, an erectile dysfunction drug. Funnily enough, most of the ED drugs were done for blood pressure, which is where we get some of the fans of these podcasts talking about having uh, sex drugs, erectile dysfunction drugs, Viagra and Cialis, for the pump. Now, I've argued about this. I get it, guys. I really do. I like the pump as much as the next person. But I think people overemphasize the pump. At the, at the, it's almost a distraction for the other things. You don't need a pump to grow. You don't need a pump to get strong. You don't need a pump to, 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 to make muscular gains and get in shape. It won't necessarily increase your ability to get cut on holiday. Does it feel good having a great pump? Of course it does. It might not be as what Arnold Schwarzenegger said, as good as coming, but it certainly feels pretty damn good. You know that you've done the work in the gym. And arguably, the one great thing about having a pump, I think, in the gym, Steve, is that you know that the volume of work's on point. You know that the training that you've done is exactly where it needs to be. You've worked your arms and you haven't been sloppy. And the tighter the form, the better the form, the more able you are to concentrate, the more the pump should be if you do the volume and you get that time under tension. But like I said, scientifically speaking, there is some advantage to the pump, but it's overemphasized. 
But guys, who doesn't like having a good pump in the gym? I do. But I'm probably more likely to do it with a little bit of carbohydrates and hydration than I am with a sexual drug. I have, I am, however, and again, this is, I say this as a 58-year-old man when I'm doing this podcast, a big fan of erectile dysfunction drugs. I love parapharmacialis and I love Viagra, but not for the pump seed, just for the pure reason that they were marketed. And like I said, all of the ED drugs were originally for blood pressure and treating that over what they actually ended up being used for. And now, of course, to be used to enhance the pump in the gym. So, yeah, on the next one, Steve, Winstrol or Stanazole. And uh, Parapharma does two options, 10 milligrams, 100 tablets, and 50 milligrams, 100 tablets. I'd actually probably go for the 50s here, Steve, purely simply because it's the same amount of pills. I can split them. I can use that pill cutter like I talked about earlier on. Winstrol is, in my opinion, more of a summer cutter. So we will emphasize the different uses for these drugs, as we've done already. Uh, again, there are issues with Winstrol, whether that's hair loss, uh, dryness around the joints, especially if you're super lean, guys. And we talk about, for example, daily doses of fish oils and, and, and uh, joint-like products, which I'm a big fan of, to manage that, especially when you're getting... I mean, this is the thing, guys. I think it's one of those things where, A, the volume of work can, can cause you joint problems, and B, getting super properly lean, comp competition on stage lean. Serratus and intercostals, like I mentioned earlier on, lean. When you get that dry, the amount of intercellular fluid, the, the fluid around your muscles, the fluid around your joints also reduces. That's just a matter of course. And so, therefore, you're more likely to feel issues around your joints. Can be an absolute killer on the hairline, as Steve knows, in regards to this stuff when we talked about it previously. But as a summer cutting drug, I think it's right up there, Steve. What's your opinion of Winstrol? Yeah, it's a good one uh, for drying out for sure. And uh, you'll notice when you're using it, even your joints, they start cracking a little bit. They feel really dry. So if you're really lean on Winstrel and you use it, you can really lean out nicely. So I would run it anywhere from 25. Some guys run it to 50 milligrams. Uh, I found when you're stacking it to just run it 25. So what you could do with this one is you could do 25 milligrams of the Winstrel, 25 milligrams of the Anavar. You could stack it like that and get, get really good results on that. So another one that I, uh, I, I really like stacking, um, and let's kind of talk about, you know, which orals we can stack and which orals would, would work good uh, together. Anavar and Dianabol. If you've ever tried those, those two, you could run Anavar 25 milligrams and Dianabol 25 milligrams, and they kind of yin and yang off each other. And you I get a nice thing. Yep. Yeah, Tell I us just, about I it. Yeah. Exactly that. Guys, so I'll, I'll very quickly then. Uh, I just set myself a target. Annually, the last two, three years, I've been able to hit 170 kilograms, 350-something pounds at 56, 57, and 58 years of age. It was my my go-to target. My absolute PB is around the same, funny enough. I think uh, Steve Smith's done a little bit more than me. I think he's done 195, 430 pounds, there or thereabouts, whereas uh, my old PB was 190. So recently, I was also using MK677, to help with uh, uh, the boost, growth hormone boost. And that was for me was to help with uh, joint issues, specifically a frozen right shoulder. And for some reason, I was going very, very close to my annual PB, my 170 kilos. And I thought, I'm only doing this on MK677. Let's bring in some Anavar. So I think I ran Anavar for three weeks. And then for the last two weeks, because I just wanted that little tiny bit of a boost, plus I was getting real, real close to my top numbers. And I mean my all-time top numbers. 
I brought in some Dynabo. Both of those loads, I think it was 50 milligrams a day, sweet spot for me on Anavar, and 30 milligrams a day for the last two weeks of Debo. And I went up to 185 kilos, literally 11 pounds under my all-time best of 190K or 418 pounds. So for, I'm, I'm a huge fanboy, as you know, of Anavar. And like I said, those two oils for, for me, 100% in my top 10. Funny enough, Anadrol, not so much. I know a bunch of guys that will blow up like motherfuckers on there. Not everybody, but some. And they absolutely rave about it. I've never had that effect on it. So it's definitely an individual thing. But yeah, I've cycled these two together at low dosages. I think the whole cycle was only six weeks, Steve. Hit five kilos less than my all-time best. And my all-time best was in my mid-40s, which for most guys that lift is the absolute peak of strength. And here I was, Steve, 11 pounds away using low-dose Anavar and low-dose Dynabol to be five kilos, 11 pounds. I probably could have carried on for another couple of weeks and hit my old PB. So I, 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 to me, that was, I, I didn't think it was going to happen, Steve. I actually literally had a memory come up on Facebook the other day saying, I'll never bench 190 again. And then, God damn it, Steve, three weeks ago, I was five kilos, 11 pounds away. That's just unreal. So, yeah, huge fanboy of that as a stack, Steve. Back to you. Yeah, there's another one similar to that that's really, really cheap that you guys should, should, consider stacking and that's t-bowl and d-bowl and you can do the t-bowl and d-bowl one tab each per day so 20 milligrams or you could do two t-bowl and one d-bowl if you wanted to go more cutting if you want to go more bulking for the summer you could do two d-bowl and one t-bowl and that's a really cheap stack because both of those are really really cheap literally it costs less to run this stack than it would to detail your car you know, it's crazy how cheap it is. So if you wanted to go the cheap route, if you're like me and you're poor, that could be an option for you uh, to go that route. So I think those are some good stacks. Um, what? Yeah, go Steve, ahead. Steve, what? what? Steve is poor. <laughs> Don't listen to him, guys. But he's right. He is right when it comes to the, the price of most of these oral stacks is cheaper sometimes than running a couple of vials of an injectable. They're obviously going to be issues, and I'll make sure to touch on this, Steve, before we finish on other bits and pieces. Absolutely, the issue with orals, and the reason why some people are down on orals, is because most orals, if not all orals, are methylated. So you've got the whole business of first pass with liver. Essentially, what happens, guys, is that your body tries to break down the drug. The break, trying to break down the drug has actually caused the liver and the kidney a bit of stress, so they methylate the drug. And that actually increases the stress a little bit on the body, but it also means more of that drug gets into your system. So that's an argument. But I think Steve touched on this before. And the reality is it's arguing about six of one and half a dozen and the other because injectable steroids have their own problems. They might be, they might not be methylated, but they're still going to come with their side effects. It, it quite simply, and it's an individual thing, it's why you will come on the forums and you'll see six people say love orals and six people say they, they avoid them like a the plague. Both are right. Both are wrong. It's the same thing. I think the last one, Steve, here today, uh, just on the list, and we might have touched a bit on already, is a Rimidex, uh, one milligram tablet, 50 tabs in the sachet. And again, this is an aromatized inhibitor. Uh, we can argue the toss, Steve, in terms of dosaging and people having specific um, aromatized inhibitors that they prefer, or even arguable, depending upon the cycle or stack you're doing, orals or injectables which one you prefer. That would probably be a subject for another podcast. Tips and techniques for getting into shape, guys, especially animals in summer, summer cutting, right? So 
I would have you, if I was, uh, you were a client of mine, training ahead of time. Do not wait, in my mind, to the absolute height of the summer. I've trained in the gym this morning, Steve, and the sweat was dripping off the end of my nose. Same for the other guys. So if you can train earlier, the better. There's a tip. If you can do your cardio, especially do it early in the morning. I'll let Steve jump in with some talks because you do this quite often, Steve, when it comes to cut. Fasting and fruits for cuts. Your, your one, Steve. Yeah, so fasted cardio, and then explain the science behind why fasted cardio is used. It doesn't, doesn't matter if you're a professional bodybuilder who's 250, 270 pounds, or if you're a, a smaller guy. It doesn't matter. Fasted cardio works for everybody, and it does not burn muscle. That's the bis, big misconception that some meatheads out there think who uh, never read a nutrition book in their life. So when you do fasted cardio, you wake up in the morning, you were fasting all night with no food, you wake up, your body is going to be looking for energy. So if you go do cardio, while you're doing the cardio, your body is going to want to tap in to those fat stores for energy. Your body goes for the easier, easiest uh, fat store it can. It's not going to go after your muscle. That's, that's not what it's going to go after. It's going to go after the fat. So if you wake up in the morning, you eat a big breakfast, pancakes, eggs, you know, syrup and all this shit, all the sugar, you put it in your body, your body, when you go work out, is going to just attack that sugar for energy that you just put into it. You're, it's going to go after that. But if that's depleted, you don't have anything in your body. You, you just drank some water. You didn't have any food. It's not going to be able to go after anything like that. So it's going to have to be forced to go after those fat stores. So, yes, it may be uncomfortable at first because you're not used to that. You're used to eating something, your body going after that for energy, and you feel good. You know, you eat sugar, you're a sugar addict. It's a habitual thing where you're used to eating early in the morning. But one, so it's going to be a little uncomfortable to feel that effect of your body attacking fat stores. And you may feel like, oh my God, I'm I'm getting hypo. I'm going hypo. I got to have some carbs. I got to have some sugar. You know, I got to have a protein bar. I got to have, you know, something like that. But you, you just got to fight through that little, little inconvenience and that little being un uncomfortable and your body will eventually adjust. It'll take a couple of weeks for your body to adjust. And then trust me, after that, you'll learn to feel, you'll feel good doing fasted cardio. So just make sure you hydrate, especially if it's hot outside during the summer and you don't want to get heat exhaustion, but trust me on that. You will burn more fat doing fasted cardio versus waking up, eating a big breakfast, and then doing your cardio. And then you're basically just going to spin your wheels doing that. So if you're an overweight person listening to this, or you're a guy who's 10% body fat, who's trying to get down to 7 or 8% body fat, that's going to be the weapon you want to do. You want to use fasted cardio every morning or every other morning, um, do it. And that will be, because look, at the end of the day, human beings, that's what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to do fasted cardio in the mornings. What did, what did our ancestors do first thing in the morning? Unless they were kings and queens who lived in the castle and got food given to them by, by uh, servants, right? We're, our ancestors wake up in the morning, go look for food, fix to shelter, get, you know, get fire, get firewood to make their fire. That's what they did in the morning. Fight off predators, fight off other people. They didn't go and, and open up a fridge first thing in the morning, eat food. And then go do all that stuff. No, they had to do all that stuff first. And food was basically last on the agenda for them because they had to fight for their survival every single day. So you have to do 
the, what we're supposed to do. And the same thing like that in the, in the animal world, you know, a stray cat has to basically always be on the lookout for a predator or another cat that's going to want to fight it. It's, it's not going to be uh, first thing in the morning. A cat doesn't just like open up a refrigerator and get food, a stray cat. It, it has to go find food, you know, has to work for it a little bit. So that's what you got to do. Um, you got to treat your body the same way. So mobster, do a final tip and then take us a disclaimer. It was a great show. And Parapharma, great orals. We went through all the orals that they have and how to use yep. them. So give them a shot and come and do a log. We would love to see you do a Parapharma log sometime on the forums. So guys, don't avoid fruit and specifically summer fruits. Don't avoid your vegetables. And again, summer vegetables, uh, local, grown, organic, the best Wise fruit, not that much of an issue. I'm thinking even some of the ones that have got a lot of moisture in for the summertime. And the last, last, last tip here, guys, would be the hydrate, which is why I'm talking about the summer fruits. But hydrate can actually having a, a, a stomach or a few glasses of water go down actually stops some people being hungry, Steve. And again, we're talking about getting into great, great shape here, guys, because that's what we want for you. That's the reason you're listening to this podcast, to get in the best shape you ever have and to certainly get in the greatest shape for the summertime. And so you need to put a little bit of work in with that knife and that fork and going seasonal, eating the summer fruits, they're the perfect for that time of year. Just don't overindulge. Please note, we're not doctors and the opinions are ours. It's our view and based on our experience and views on the topic, a podcast of informational purposes and entertainment only, the freedom of speech and the First Amendment.